Good morning, Sam. Thank you. For me, the thrill of the road trip centers on the fascinating people met on the journey and the surprising discoveries made along the way. The October Odyssey across the heartland of America on Route 66 and the back roads of Indiana and Michigan provided an array of opportunities to do both. But topping my list had to be our stop at the Lost Railway Museum in Grass Lake, Michigan and the meeting of Ken Soderbeck. Before introducing you to Ken and this intriguing museum, let's set the mood for a road trip. Take a listen to our theme song and then check out the music of the road crew at roadcrew66.com. The museum's website features this little teaser. Imagine the time before paved streets, cars, and buses, village streets bustling with activity, and people in the early 1900s of Grass Lake. The electric interurban railway system is the primary mode of public transportation. More than six railways intersected Jackson County and delivered visitors to and from Ann Arbor, Jackson, Battle Creek, and Lansing. Now, get ready to see what that time was like at the Lost Railway Museum. Fittingly, this wonderful little museum that preserves a nearly forgotten chapter in Michigan's transportation history is located at 142 West Michigan Avenue. Construction on this road to connect Detroit and Chicago commenced in 1827, and it was essentially just a merely improved version of a Native American trade route, the Sauk Trail. Within a decade, this was the most important transportation corridor in the state. In the closing years of the 19th century and the first decades of the 20th century, Jackson, Michigan served as the hub of a vast electric interurban railway network that connected many towns such as Grass Lake with the main line of the railroad that ran between Detroit and Chicago. The system transformed rural farming communities and ensured that they were modern, progressive villages. By 1930, the interurban rail system had been replaced by trucks, buses, and the automobile. The Lost Railway Museum has recovered trolleys from the most unlikely locations and restored them to their former glory as part of an exhibit that chronicles this forgotten chapter in American transportation history. The museum also houses an array of related artifacts as well as an event and conference center. It was at the museum that I met Ken Soderbeck, a true craftsman that has contributed greatly to the museum through his restoration work. After a fascinating discussion about the museum and an impromptu tour, Soderbeck graciously invited us out to his workshop on Circus Farm. Soderbeck is internationally acclaimed for his work restoring vintage fire equipment from horse-drawn to fire trucks built before 1930. It all started in 1969 when his wife Lee bought Soderbeck a 1923 American LaFrance pumper that had served Angola, Indiana. To date, he has restored more than 30 pieces of equipment, and by restored, I am talking gold leaf, mechanical, pumps, wooden spoke wheels, and lights. This man is an artisan. His passions are not limited to fire trucks. He's also restored a 1922 Jackson 4x4 truck, the only one known to exist. And his workshop is a museum in itself, as it's littered with trolley lights and electric signs that date to 1900, a wide array of equipment and machines needed for his restoration work. Some of that equipment is at least a century old. As all of this wasn't fascinating enough, 
Soderbuck gave me a tour of Circus Farm and explained the origins of the name. During the 1920s and 30s, this was the headquarters for Lewis Brothers Circus. Our tour of the farm included a visit to the former elephant barn that Soderbeck is converting into a wonderful home. If you'd like to learn more about Soderbeck and his work or the Lost Railway Museum, read the blog post on our website at jimhinkleysamerica.com. Now, to wrap up this program, I'd like to give a shout out to this week's sponsor, Grand Canyon Caverns. Since 1927, the caverns have provided Route 66 travelers with a memorable experience. And today, those experiences are even more amazing. From fresh-baked pie, the caverns grotto, restaurant, wheelchair-accessible or splunking tours, and a restored 1964 motel complete with swimming pool. Jim Hinckley's America programs are also made possible through the magic of crowdfunding on the Patreon platform at p-a-t-r-e-o-n dot com slash Jim Hinckley's America. As our way of saying thank you for the support, we provide some interesting exclusive content such as a reprint of Edsel Ford's travel journal from the summer of 1915, as well as discounts on books and walking tours. And for business owners that commit to monthly support, we have some great advertising and promotional opportunities with the multifaceted Jim Hinckley's America Travel Network. Well, that does it for another week. I hope that you enjoyed the adventure as much as I did, and that you'll join us again next week for another adventure in Jim Hinckley's America. Adios.